0: everyone, welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Tuesday, it's July 6th, it's 2021, and we have 15 games to talk about here on today's slate. Joined by my good buddy, Chief Justice 06, Will. What's happening, my friend?
1: Nothing much, man. Doing well. Had a good weekend. Hung out at the Braves game. Fantastic. They got a win. And, um, you know, got to spend some time. That's pretty good seats. And uh, I look today, and they're getting smashed by the Pittsburgh Pirates currently. Nonetheless, it's a day after the 4th of July. And so happy uh, Independence Day to everyone out there a day late. Um, I got my grilling in on the on the, uh, on the fifth day today because I wasn't at home yesterday, clearly, for the game. And uh, I'm just going to stop talking because we have 15 games, and it's going to be a doozy
0: yeah um listen am I'm, I'm so tilted about woodruff and i'm so oh. tilted about max freed that i'm ready to move on to this slate so i'm not gonna spend any time on monday's slate um and we're gonna move on to this one it's a fun slate 15 games a lot of different ways to go a lot to talk about so let's get started here We got Atlanta at Pittsburgh, Ian Anderson, Chad Cool, eight and a half total. Atlanta is a 170 favorite in this one. What are your thoughts on Ian Anderson here?
1: Yeah, I think Ian Anderson should be okay. Good spot for him. He's got some strikeout stuff. Um, You know, the question is, can he go six? Um, You know, clearly he went six against Cincinnati, seven against the Mets, but, you know, we're not going to get that. It's still going to be a little bit of a mixed bag with Ian. I mean, he's he's gone six a, a fair amount this season, so I'm not trying to take anything away from him. But, uh, you know, we, we want him to get through fairly clean here. And uh, if he does that, I think we'll be in good shape. But at 8,600, I don't mind playing him today.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good pitchers on this slate, but Ian Anderson at 8,600 makes a lot of sense here against this Pittsburgh lineup. I know... If you were like me and you played Max Freed, you're a little gun shy, um, but this team definitely strikes out a little bit more against right-handed pitching, and the bottom of this order is just bad. Max Freed just, I mean, he didn't finish the game the way he needed to. And I mean, don't let that scare you away from Ian Anderson here. I think this is a good spot for him. Uh, I think it's a good spot to go right back to the well um Chad cool on the other side I mean Atlanta's bats are cold right now but I mean this is a good spot for um Atlanta bats not Chad cool
1: no number one gets goes to Mr. Chad cool
0: all right let's talk Atlanta bats um you know when you're attacking Chad cool you really want to attack him with left-handed power bats and I can't think of any better power bat to attack him here than with Freddie Freeman what are your thoughts here on, on Atlanta
1: Yeah. Love love Freddie. Um, You know, like, like we said, we're not afraid of cool. Hasn't really, you know, pitched well this season to either side of the plate, especially in terms of K's and walks. And so um, he is going to be a little bit better to righties, right. In terms of um, limiting the hard contact, but overall, I'm just, I'm just not afraid of cool. He's walking too many guys. And when we get into that territory, uh, I'm just not afraid at all. Uh, you know, are we going to be able to hit some sliders tomorrow? I think is the question for our righties. And if we can do that, or if he walked one too many guys, then we're going to be in good shape. But I'm with you 100%. Freddie, Albies, you know, um, is NCRT going to play a little bit tomorrow? I'm not sure. Orlando RC was playing over the weekend um, along with Guillermo Haredi, and they let um, NCRT was more of a pinch run. And. Um, uh, geez, what's his name? Abraham Almonte was more of a pinch hitter, so I'm just not sure how they're going to use them if they're going to keep this lineup. But uh, overall, we don't look good against sliders currently, especially for some of the righties. But if we can, um if he can, you know, if we can get some walks dialed up and just be patient, I think we'll be fine as a lineup overall.
0: Well, walks are not going to be a problem when you're facing Chad Cool. He struggles <laughs> with command and has like a 15% walk rate on the season. Um. Let's talk bats here. Pittsburgh, anything standing out to you?
1: Nothing particularly. No, I was not muted, Stevie. That was not a rookie mistake. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, nothing in particular. I mean, I I like Ian Anderson. I think he's – like I said, I I know he's going to limit the damage. So, guys got a 24% K rate, 3.9 for XFIP. I'm I'm not worried about it. I'm gonna let him come out and do his thing. Won't be really playing any Pittsburgh hitters.
0: Toronto at Baltimore. We got Steven Matz and Dean Kramer facing off on this one. No total in this game yet. Um Let's start here with Steven Matz. He's 7,800. The price tag is nice for Steven Matz, but, I mean, he's coming off of a game where he came back and it was his first start after getting, like, he was on the COVID list. And, I mean, he wasn't great. He only threw 48 pitches. Like, is this just a spot that we need to see him have a game before we start playing him?
1: That's the way I feel. I will say this. (laughs) Steven Matz made me a ton of money. On that game, I took the under on hit on him and everything on prize picks. And um, that worked out great. Uh, they had him projected, I think, for 30 fantasy points. I said, there's no way he gets to 30 fantasy points. And it's FanDuel scoring, by the way. Um, and I'm going to take that same approach until we see him come out. Now, do I think he'll get past 48 pitches? I think so. Uh, I'm going to peg him in the 60 to 75 range for this start. Uh, but I'm that, but at that range, I'm still not interested at 7,800.
0: Yeah, and I mean, Dean Kramer, he's not great. This is a tough matchup going against Toronto. Um, I know he had that good start against Toronto, and then he just got absolutely rocked by Toronto the next time out. And now, like, this is the third start in a row that Dean Kramer is going to have against the Toronto Blue Jays. I know there's a little bit of a gap in there between his last starts, but I mean, this is an easy stay away spot for me.
1: No, on Creamer.
0: Yeah, Toronto Bats. Um, I mean, they're a good stack here. The only problem with Toronto is they're super expensive. You, know, you got four guys that you want in this lineup that are all over five k. So you're gonna have to get creative with your Toronto stacks because you're not gonna be able to fit all four of these guys in and good pitching. So, I mean, that off that also like potentially opens. Um, that that's going to like open up some, you know, potential strategy on stacking Toronto. Um, But yeah, man, I think they're, they're in play. It's just, it's trying to make it work with the pricing.
1: Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's going to be tough to really get Toronto tomorrow just because in in my opinion, the only, the only really cheap bat, and I know we've got some of the low four K's, but the only real cheap bet is Danny Jansen, if he's in the lineup at 2,500. You know, Biggio's 43, Guttrick's 41, uh, Guriel is 42, our good friend T. Oscar is 49, everybody else is over 5K. This is not an optimal stack on this slate, I don't think. So I, I feel like we'll have some pretty low ownership on them. Um, but But overall, I just, with the pitching we have on this slate, I don't want to play Toronto. But I want to play Toronto so bad.
0: Oh yeah. On the Baltimore side, I mean, I like the price for Mancini. Mount Castle's price is nice. I mean, Hayes at 3K. I wouldn't be shocked if like I end up playing some of these guys.
1: Yeah, I-, I think Boston Baltimore may be on the list tomorrow, especially with Matt Struggles. This may be some form of a partial bullpen game. And I'm not saying Toronto is awful, but I mean, they're not the best bullpen in the league uh, by any stretch. I mean, any bullpen is going to be able to get some outs. Um, And clearly they've done that this season. But I I think Baltimore, it seems like Baltimore may end up being a favorite kind of cheap stack with with the way pitching is going to go in the slate. And I don't hate it at all. Um, You know, I know Cedric Mullins was, was going through a good run and, and perhaps, you know, he's coming back down to earth, but even still at 3,900, I'm willing to go lefty, lefty Hayes, Santander, you name it. I, I like this stack as a cheap stack for a match that could be struggling coming off the IL from COVID.
0: I mean, some of these guys are just good against lefties too, and they're just underpriced. So uh moving on, we got the Dodgers and the Marlins facing off again. Um Tony Gonzalez against Pablo Lopez, seven and a half total, and the Dodgers are only a 125 favorite against the Miami Marlins. I think that's saying a lot. Um, what are your thoughts here on Gonzalez?
1: I'm not playing uh, Tony here. Not doing it. Don't hate him. Hasn't been bad by any stretch. I- I'm not doing it, Stevie. This Miami team, I actually got a chance to see them in person. And um, we saw what they were doing to Walker Bueller tonight. And it's got nothing to do with what they're doing recently. I just, I, Miami's still a pesky team. So I'm going to be avoiding Tony on this slate. It's
0: just the pitch count, man. He's not throwing enough. His K rate is through the roof. His swinging strike rate is fantastic. He's got a good matchup. Don't get me wrong. Um, the roof would be closed in Miami. The tropical storms coming through um, Florida tomorrow. So, I mean, it's starting to come through Florida tomorrow. I I mean, like, if he was getting more pitches, I'd have a ton of interest. But, I mean, he's just not getting enough pitches. Until he starts, like, showing us that he's going to get 80 consistently, you can't play him, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. On the other side. Yeah, go ahead. That's what I was going to bring up. Like, he had 81 pitches here against Philly but that was only 3.2 innings. It's almost as if he have, has an innings cap more than a pitch cap. It's so weird because he went out for 3.2 innings, you know, 46 pitches. He goes out four innings, 69 pitches. Then he goes out three innings, 52. It's like, what are they doing with him? It, it, it's, it's very abnormal. I'm, I'm not sure what they're trying to accomplish because the pitch count really is all over the place if you think about it.
0: And then Pablo Lopez. Lopez is a good pitcher, man. Under 4XFIP, 25% K rate, 6% walk rate. Very good against righties. Generates a lot of ground balls. It's just they gave their two big bats the day off on Monday. We should expect Bellinger and um, Muncie back in the lineup here and Betts. I think all of those three guys. I think they gave everybody the day off on Monday. Um, I mean, I think Pablo Lopez is a good pitcher. I think this is a tough matchup. The seventy seven hundred price tag is enticing, but only if it's that like B team type of lineup again, which I don't think it will be.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. I, I think I just spend the extra money to get up to Ian Anderson, and and that's kind of how I'm going to approach this slate most of the day, especially with some of the top end pitching that we have. Pablo Lopez is going to be a pass, uh, just purely because of the matchup, not because of his pitching.
0: Um. That's this game, anything standing out to you for the Dodgers?
1: Well, these lefties, I mean, whether at home or on the road, uh, that's his weakest area. So Muncie, Bellinger, um, you know, I'm sure G- Gavin Lux will play, but I think Muncie and Bellinger are the primaries. Um, and then if he happens to struggle, either way, I, th- I think if you're going to play the Dodgers, outside of Bellinger and Muncie's one-offs, so if you like the Dodgers, you just need to stack them. But they're going to be another expensive stack.
0: Um, on the Miami side, I mean, the price for Marte is not bad. Chisenhale's not bad price-wise, but I don't see myself stacking Miami in this game.
1: Yeah, um, I do think Adam Duvall should just be more right. Like I think he's warranted the production has warranted him to have an increase in price, and they're just not giving it to him. So I, I don't ever mind Adam Duvall, a guy a guy that has tons of power. And uh, can get a home run off anyone.
0: All right, cruising right along here. We got the Bucks. <laughs> Just kidding, they are playing, aren't they? Isn't it Tuesday? Yeah, yeah. I was, I was trying to see if I could get Will, and he didn't even like react at all. But anyway, we got the Brewers and the Mets. <laughs> this game well, has a I, I'm six in baseball total.
1: Mode, so, and the Bucks <laughs> are playing. They're playing the Braves.
0: Uh, The six total here, Mets are a 250 favorite, Brett Anderson, Jacob DeGrom. um, Any interest here in Brett Anderson? No. Yeah, I mean, coming off the IL, not really pitching great. With the knee injury um, before he went on the IL, I know he had a really good start against Cincinnati, but outside of his first start of the season, that was really it for him. Jacob DeGrom on the other side, best pitcher in baseball, 93 pitches, 14 strikeouts look like Jacob DeGrom last time out against Atlanta. And this is a much better matchup. Um, yes, yes, yes.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I faded DeGrom the last start full fade. Uh, I was still at a profitable day. I just, I think I ended up playing Corbin Burns in what I consider to be a better matchup and Corbin Burns was doing fine. And then I don't know, God, Milwaukee, but, uh, yeah, Jacob DeGrom, best matchup on the slate, I think, best pitcher on the slate. If he's going to be anywhere in that 90 to 100 range, you play him, bottom line.
0: Yeah, and you're not playing any of the, the Brewers' bats, no, right? negative. Are you playing any of the Bucks in Showdown? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> let's go, Suns. I want to see Chris Paul get a ring. Anyway, um, Mets' bats, anything standing out to you against Anderson?
1: Uh, I mean, I like Pete Alonzo, but, man, he's so expensive on this slate. Um, you know, Jonathan McCann, 3,600. Are we going to te- test our lefty uh strategy? Maybe we will. Um, but those are some of the main guys. Honestly, I think if you're going to play the Mets, even though I, I know the Milwaukee's bullpen is-, is fairly really good, I think if you're going to play the Mets on this slate, you just stack them. If we think they're going to get to Anderson, I-, I think that's the way we approach this slate, Stevie. Just stack the Mets and go from there.
0: I think if you're, like, if you're wanting to play the Mets here, you're just kind of hoping that you get a good lineup spot to go like Alonzo, Pilar, McCann and make like a three-man stack here and hope they hit maybe like four, five, six or something like that. And yeah. you can get a little mini stack in there with some of these righties that have a little bit of pop against left-handed pitching.
1: You can squeeze in Lindor if you're trying to go four-man. He is going to hit righty today.
0: Yeah, but I I wanted good hitters. Well, (laughs) moving on, we got Philly at Chicago taking on the Cubs. Aaron Nola, Jake Arrieta, no total in this game. Looks like we're going to have wind blowing out again with it being really hot and wriggly again. Um, Nola against the Cubs. I mean, this lineup is struggling. Aaron Nola is a fantastic pitcher. What do we do here with a windy game? in and, and this um, Aaron Nola spot?
1: Oh, man. So here's the crazy thing about Nola. Last start, Nola's kind of the ace above all aces. And he's destroying Miami and gives up seven runs or whatever. It was. I mean, it's crazy. I-, I think Nola is the tournament player of the day, Stevie. I really do. Because everything is working against him in terms of, uh, I guess, game strength script if you will wind blowing out that's that's a notch out of the belt people don't want to play him um uh, jacob de is on the slate so people aren't going to want to play him but the thing that's working in his favor stevie is guess what the wind's blowing out but guys have to hit the ball for the ball to travel and the cubs just aren't hitting well i like nola in this spot here at 10k
0: yeah i mean i like it too i think the upside is there I really do. Um, Jake Arietta on the other side, though. I, I really don't like the spot for Arietta No to Arietta.
1: Yes to all the Phillies lefties.
0: Yes to all the Philly lefties. That's what I was about to ask you. What are your thoughts here on the <laughs> Phillies? I love the
1: Phillies, man.
0: One of my favorite
1: teams of the day. It has absolutely nothing to do with the wind blowing out, too, Stevie. That's why I hate it because I feel like the Phillies are going to have much higher ownership because of this weather, and I hate that. I I was – I mean, man, Herrera, Harper, Gregorius is back. Jeez. I mean, Andrew Knapp, cheap catcher alert, Stevie. Like, this is – my goodness, this is going to be so fun. I can't wait to get this lineup going against Jake Arrieta. This is fantastic, Stevie. I'm very excited.
0: Uh, we'll the Cubs, get,
1: do you think we'll get JT tomorrow? No, I said Andrew now. We'll yeah, probably get JT. he should be back in the lineup. But still, yeah.
0: Uh, what are your thoughts here on the Cubs' back? I'm not
1: playing the Cubs. I don't care about this wind blowing out. I'm going to trust that Aaron Nola can do his job and knock these Cubs out of here. I'm not doing it. You know what I told you, Stevie? Every time I've stacked the Cubs, I get a home run from Chris Bryant and everybody else wets the bed. And it's exactly what happens. I'm just not doing it.
0: Um, yeah. I'm not playing the Cubs here either. <laughs> Detroit at Texas. Woo. Nine total. Um, Texas a 175 favorite. Jose Arena against Dane Dunning. Any interest here in Arena? No. Yeah, I'm with you. I know Texas is like one of those teams that like you wanna. Target pitchers against, um, or bat, yeah, pitchers against, but Jose Arena has an even lower strikeout rate um, than Willie Peralta. And, I mean, the other side of this game, Dane Dunning, I hate playing this guy, but he has a 24% K rate facing one of the highest strikeout teams in baseball. He's 7,400. We have a ton of bats on this slate. I mean, I think Dane Dunning's in play here.
1: Yeah, I, I don't mind pl- taking him against Detroit for sure. I'm with you hundred
0: uh, percent. Any interest in the Detroit bats? No. Yeah. I'm kind of with you. I don't, I mean, but if he bats lead off, maybe take a shot on him. Dunning does give up a lot of hard contact. This dude hits the ball hard on a consistent basis. Maybe take a shot on him. Um, Texas bats. I think Texas is super interesting here. Um, I mean, arena is a really hittable guy. Lau, or Low Gallo, David Dahl is back, um, Garcia, White. I mean, I think this is a team you kind of look at here. Oh, I love Texas today,
1: Stevie. You're getting me excited. Uh, I mean, you know, Joey, Joey Gallo, man, just feel like this is a home run call of the day here. 250 ISO, 41% hard hit rate against the sinker. He's going to see that 50% of the time. Uh, I mean, and guess what? For Joey Gallo, this is probably pretty high, Stevie. 76% contact rate only, only a 23% whiff rate on this pitch. That's a lot lower than his season average of 29.5% K rate, Stevie. So Joey Gallo may absolutely be in line for a bomb today. Really excited about this Texas team as a whole from a stack perspective.
0: All right, moving on. We got Oakland at Houston. Bassett against Valdez. Uh, This game has an eight and a half total. Houston's a 162 favorite. Um, Any interest here in Chris Bassett?
1: Yeah, I can't do it today. And Bassett's a guy I've been playing, Stevie, but I I can't do it against Houston. I'm going to take the avoid spot here. Um, I know Houston's maybe not been hitting the ball as well. It's kind of been a mixed bag after that Baltimore series but I'm I'm I just can't do it no Oakland no bats I mean no Chris Bassett for me today.
0: Yeah, I think overall this is just like one of those spots um like Valdez on the other side. I could see either one of these pitchers pitching well, but I hope this is like a 3 to 2 game. I don't have any interest in the bats in this game. I don't really have any interest in the pitchers at these prices like It's a 15-game slate, and on 15-game slates, I usually try to cross off a few games. And, like, this is one of those games where I think I'm just going to cross it off. I think the pitchers are solid. I think they're overpriced for the matchups. And I think the hitters are okay, but they're facing two above-average pitchers. So what are your thoughts on Valdez, Will?
1: Same thing, man. Stevie, we can go ahead and cross this game off the podcast. Like, I'm with you 100% Same I have the same ideology here good pitchers overpriced for the slate good enough to neutralize the bats don't want to pay for them don't want to play them full scratch off stevie i'm with you 100
0: full scratch off yeah just mean like on the bat side like who are you really going to play here you know for houston sure you could take a shot on any of these guys but they're so expensive and then on the oakland side the guy you want to play the most is chapman he's 5600 i mean this is just a spot where I don't see anybody cheap enough where they like peak my interest with Brantley day to day and Tucker banged up. Um mm-hmm. like I'm just out on this game. I'm just out.
1: Yep. We could just call this the lotto ticket of the day. We're scratching it off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Will Will with his jokes <laughs> getting them in. Cincinnati at Kansas City. Um, no total in this game. We got Castillo against Chris Bubich. Um Any interest here in Luis Castillo?
1: Uh, Stevie, this is the one, right? And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not sure. I like the price on it. Just on the season, it's only a 20% K rate and a 4.41 x XFIP. Uh, The thing that's working in his favor, though, is outside of Merrifield and Santana, whoo, buddy, this lineup, K rates all over the place, feels like an upside spot for Castillo, uh, just can we not walk ten percent of the, the players? If we can do that, we may be able to get some swings and misses here. I think I think Castillo is probably, and maybe his ownership is going to go up because we still believe in his long term upside. At eighty five hundred, it does feel like a really good spot for a high strikeout team. I'm still on the fence currently, though, Stevie. I got to be honest with you here. I just I'm not. Ugh. I still feel better about Ian Anderson. And that's my problem.
0: <sighs> Luis Castillo is my favorite pitcher on the slate. Uh, like I- I'm just gonna go down with this ship. I, I went down with the <laughs> Max Freed ship yesterday. I mean, this is a this is a guy that has been pitching way better. His ground ball rate is up. His K percentage is up. His xFIP is down. He's missing bats. His swinging strike rate over the last 30 days is 14.5% oh, on yeah, the season. On yeah. Like on the season, his swinging strike rate is around 12%. So he's fixed the issues with the changeup. This is a team that strikes out a ton. They have five guys with strikeout rates over 27% against right-handed pitching this season. Like he, he pitched okay. Last time out, he faced one of the tougher offenses in baseball in San Diego and he pitched okay. I think he has a spot where he goes for 25-plus in this matchup and strikes out a lot of people. I like him a lot. And the thing I also like about him, he's going to get some run support here. Chris Bubich on the other side of this game, soft toss and lefty that struggles against righties. Well, the Reds are going to throw a lot of righties at Chris Bubich here, and I I don't like him at all.
1: Yep, no, to Mr. Chris.
0: Mr. Bubich. He's
1: got Um, a K, but he won't get any Ks.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, as Cincinnati goes, you know, our good buddy Nick Castellanos, who just hit a home run as we started talking about Cincinnati. like <laughs>
1: Friend of the podcast, Stevie.
0: I, I like him a lot here, obviously. Um, if India, like he was scratched on Monday, he was dealing with a little bit of an ankle thing, um, injury. So if he sits, it'd be really interesting if they go to Lopez and lead off again, or if they really just kind of switch this lineup up and we get maybe like... Aquino or somebody else batting leadoff here um I, I like the Reds I, I definitely don't mind targeting some of these power righties
1: yeah and honestly see for their lineup's sake I, I don't think we realize how good Jonathan India has been for them in the leadoff spot like he's it, it's like uh it's almost like when David Fletcher was in the leadoff spot for the Angels and while he wouldn't hit a lot of home runs He's always getting on base. He's always, you know, if the lineup comes back around, it's always a single or a double to bring someone in. He's walking, he's stealing bases. Jonathan Indy has been very serviceable for this reds organization here during the stretch plan. I like him a lot. Um, so, and for my stacking sake, I hope he comes back because he's on the list. I'm with you load up on the righties. Joey Votto, 5,100. My goodness. You know, you won't hear me say this often, but I'm just not doing that at all. But, Uh, The rest of this team, if you can get India back and maybe Castellanos, uh, Eugenio Suarez, 39, uh, Aristides, a Queen, uh, Aristides, a a Quino, he's there. Tucker Barnhart, if he's in the lineup. Either way, uh, Stevenson might actually play tomorrow. So I I like the Reds. I'm with you 100%.
0: Anything here
1: on the Kansas City side? No, these K-rates are atrocious.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I don't really have any interest in Kansas City. All right, we got the White Sox and the Twins. We got potential weather in this game. We're going to have to be paying attention to Kevin Roth on this one. Game has an 8.5 total. It's a pick em game. It's Rodon against Berrios. Um, Carlos Rodon. I mean, he's expensive at 10-3, Will, but if they roll out that same lineup they rolled out on Monday because of the injuries – I mean, it's hard not to have interest in him in this spot.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's going to be one of the top pitchers on the slate. Uh, I, I think he'll definitely have the ability or, or you know, or a 10K uh, game will be in the cards if we get this alternate lineup from the Twins. I'm with you, Stevie. Uh, I, and even if we don't, I still like him. I still think he's one of the top pitchers on the slate. Um, any interest in Barrios? No, I I can't play all these pitchers, Stevie. You know, we got Castillo, we've got Ian Anderson. I think Barrios is going to be on the outside looking in for me today.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is another game you could pretty much write off the bats. We have two really solid pitchers here. The weather might be an issue. Like Grandals banged up, Donaldson, Cruz are banged up. I mean, anything stand out to you for the White Sox?
1: Um, I think if it's the White Sox, we're just gonna stack them. I don't want to. Um, I mean, I will say it's Brian Gilman at twenty eight hundred. Like, we, I think we need to be playing him regardless. Like he's he's been playing pretty well for them. Um, Adam at, at Eaton twenty four hundred. In fact, now that I'm looking at this lineup, Stevie with all these cheap bats at the bottom, Gavin she. I like the White Sox. I'm stacking them because of these prices. Um, and I'm, I'm not saying Barrios is bad, but if the weather's in our favor, it uh, seems like they should win this game. I, I do like the White Sox. Very affordable lineup for a high upside stack of this nature.
0: Um, What about the Twins?
1: I'm not playing any Twins. Whether the lineup's the A lineup or the F lineup, I'm not playing them.
0: Boston at L.A. taking on the Angels. We got Eovaldi against Otani is what it looks like. Um, Nine total pick him game. Any interest here in Eovaldi?
1: Yeah, I think Iovaldi is going to be okay. He's one of those guys. I play him, he gets shelled. I don't play him, he goes out and dominates. I'm going to trust the long-term numbers here. Uh, I think at 8,900, he's okay. Um, And because I just feel like he's okay, don't really want to get – I think I'm going to scratch him off. I like Anderson and Castillo more. Even though I was on the fence, Castillo's facing a lineup that's got so many Ks in it, uh, and I don't I don't want to get into all these 8K guys because I will be playing Jacob DeGrom and some Carlos Rodon and Aaron Nola. So he's a pass.
0: I'm so on the fence about Ivaldi in this spot. I could totally see taking shots on him. I could see fading him. Um I don't know, man. I'm like I said, I'm on the fence. I really am. Because when you look at this lineup, Otani and Walsh are really like, especially if Rendon misses, you're you're worried about two guys. And, and like both of them have power, but they also both strike out at a very high clip. I, I mean, I'm not gonna talk anybody off of playing Eovaldi here. I wish he was priced for the matchup and he was like seventy nine hundred. I'd have way more interest, but totally different discussion. He
1: would be the player of the day.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, he's a guy that'll let go over 100 pitches. The upside the ceiling is there. Um, I don't hate it. Uh, Again, I wouldn't talk you off of it. Uh, Otani on the other side, any interest in him in this spot?
1: I know he got shelled against the Yankees. He's still got some stuff. Um, But I I also think I'm going to pass on Otani today. I feel like I'm in the same boat here. He is cheaper than these other guys, and I get that. I know he's got the stuff, Stevie, but – I think I'm going to avoid him here. I just like these other guys more. Boston's not striking out a ton uh, this season outside of, you know, a few guys at the bottom of the order.
0: Yeah, I mean.
1: (laughs) I mean, the top of this lineup, everybody's under 20%. I mean, even Devers is at like 20% this year. It's crazy.
0: I don't know. I don't think I can play Otani, especially coming off of that start. I mean, he has the strikeout upside. I don't see myself ending up on him in this spot. Um, But, I mean, strikeout, boom, bust upside is there. Um, What are your thoughts here on the Red Sox-Bats?
1: Yeah, the crazy thing is I don't really want to play the Red Sox-Bats either. Um, I just feel like it's kind of a, a neutral situation. I mean, Hunter Renfro at 38 does have me interested, right? Like I, I do like that price. I think if I'm gonna do that, I, I feel like I made one off Hunter Renfro.
0: All right. Uh, I like it. Getting different. Um yeah. I I mean they're so expensive. I feel like you're stacking or just not doing it. I mean, that's. I think that's how you're gonna have to approach this team. Is you're just, you're gonna have to stack them here. Um, anything standing out to you for the Angels? Nope.
1: I mean, I think we take Otani if you know. Well, no, we won't be able to play Otani even on the back side because that's right, he's uh, he's pitching today. So yeah, nothing for the Angels, which seems like I should be playing Ivaldi at just the price. I, I hate it.
0: Let me um, say this.
1: If this matchup comes out terribly, I think I'm going to feel a lot better about Eovaldo because now this lineup is a lot more close to these other, you know, God, I hate to call people trash, but these other high strikeout lineups like Kansas City. At that point, I think he's
0: in play. All right. um, Moving on. Colorado at Arizona, we got John Gray going up against Merrill Kelly. This game's in Arizona, not Coors. Uh, Eight and a half total, Arizona's our 127 favorites. Any interest here in John Gray?
1: Man, John Gray used to be a fan favorite of mine, Stevie, um, just because I always felt like he was too cheap. And we'll see how I feel about that today. The K rate hasn't quite been there this season, and so I don't think I need Gray. But I he is on my watch list. I'm trying to see if he's going to come back around. All that to say, don't hate Gray, but he's not going to make my pool.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's kind of where I'm at. I Oh, man, I don't know. I really don't know. I, I have slight interests, but I don't think I end up playing him. Yeah. I would play Merrill Kelly here if he wasn't 9,200. This is a dude that has not been over 8K outside of, like, one start in May, and he's so expensive here. I just I, – I hate the price.
1: Yep, not doing it. And and don't think he's pitching terribly. Clearly, past three starts, he's done well, Um, you know, against two what I consider to be really good teams, San Diego, San Francisco, and one against Milwaukee, which I would have expected him to kind of dominate there. Uh, But, yeah, I'm not playing Merrill Kelly at this price. If he's 7,200 on this slate, Stevie, he's the guy.
0: Yeah. I mean, I wish he was cheaper. The Rockies are just not a very good offense. So, I wish he – I just wish the price was better here. I really do. Um, But, I mean, it's really tough to say play Merrill Kelly at 9,200 when we have so many – good bats on the slate um so yeah i i'm out on kelly but i'm not running to play arizona and honestly i'm not running to play like colorado um in this one is there anything here for the rockies that you like nope
1: i'm with you stevie another another scratch off here
0: uh anything for arizona
1: nope negative
0: It's like, eh, there's another game that we could kind of cross (laughs) off here and not have to worry about. I'm with you. Um, Again, like, I don't think John Gray is the craziest option today. I'll say that one more time. Yeah. St. Louis at San Francisco. We got Adam Wainwright and Johnny Cueto facing off in this one. Seven and a half total. San Francisco is a 134 favorite. Any interest here in Wainwright,
1: Stevie? We have officially hit our time machine game of the year: Adam Wainwright (laughs) versus Johnny Cueto. Uh, I I have slight interest in Wainwright. He's pitched fine this season. He really has. It's it's incredible, really. Uh, Man, I I like Wainwright at eighty one hundred, Stevie. He's just he's been fine. You know, he's got he's getting a lot of ground ball action. Uh, a lot of it has to do with this uh this cutter and I just I like it. I I, I you know I like San Francisco a lot, but I don't I don't want to play them in this spot. I like Adam Wayne right here.
0: I mean, I don't love it. Uh but I mean I don't I don't <laughs> like picking on the Giants, man. They're just they're a good team. Um I just I can't do it. What are your thoughts here on Cueto?
1: Now, Cueto, you know, we're kind of we're in a different situation. Uh, he's pitched better overall this season than he has been. Uh, so, clearly, he's probably a lot more healthy than he has been in previous years. But, yeah, I, I wouldn't play Cueto over Wainwright, so I'm definitely – I'm just not playing Cueto. But I'm also not playing it back to this game. It's another scratch-off for me, Stevie. I'll just go ahead and get that out of the way now.
0: Yeah, I don't love anything here for St. Louis. The prices on these guys, Molina at 4,500 is not bad. If O'Neill is back, he's not priced bad. Um, I kind of like a little bit of here for the Giants. Um, Brandon Crawford, I think, is in play every day. You're getting a guy that has 17 home runs on the season that is hitting just as well as a lot of these high end, like 5K guys. Um, so I like Crawford, I like Yaz. Um, Posey's probably going to be back, uh, but he's a little expensive for catcher. And then like Lamont Wade Jr. is 3,600. I think he's another guy. Dickerson's 3K. I don't mind looking at some of these giants lefties in this spot. When Wainwright does struggle, he definitely struggles more to the left-handed bats than the righties. But like you said, he's been pitching well this season. He gives up a lot of hard contact, doesn't generate a lot of soft contact, and his exit velocity is a lot higher against lefties and righties. Um, moving on, we got Washington at San Diego. We got Rodriguez against Weathers in this one. No total for this game, but I'm expecting the, adult, the total to be kind of high. Um, Jared Rodriguez, I don't expect him to pitch deep into this game. I think it's going to be more of a bullpen game for Washington. What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I'm with you 100%. Definitely think we're, we're in the bullpen scenario here for Washington. I am not – play any pitchers in this game either side.
0: And weathers like Ryan Weathers is another guy that probably not gonna pitch deep here. He's probably gonna go three or four, probably max out of five innings, and you're gonna see a lot of the San Diego Padres bullpen. So I really don't have an interest in either one of these pitchers.
1: Yep. No interest.
0: Uh bats here on the Washington side of things I mean, Trey Turner's back, but he's 6400 It's such a tough price tag. Um, I mean, Jan Gomes is probably my favorite. Him and Harrison are both under 3K. Under 3K on DraftKings is huge um, because it opens up a lot. So Jan Gomes against the lefty, Josh Harrison against the lefty, both under um, 3K. I think these guys are good value plays today.
1: Yeah, man, for sure. Uh, you know, you talked about Trey Turner. Trey Turner may be in line for a home run today, Uh, 500 ISO, uh, 40% hard hit rate, 93.45 mile per hour exit velocity. Uh, So, so he looks good. Uh, You know, Josh Harrison, kind of a similar deal. Doesn't have the hard hit numbers, but has 90% contact. Uh, Jan Gomes, you know, you talked about him, 313 ISO, 91% contact rate. I, I'm always in on the righties against Weathers anyway. So I like the Washington righties in this spot here. Um, and I think, you know, I, I, I think this is a good spot for him.
0: Um, San Diego. I mean, like I said, I don't think it, Rodriguez is going to go deep here. Padres are kind of expensive, but I mean, they're they're worth it almost every single day.
1: Yeah. Um, the, the thing I like about the Padres is, Will Myers is still a a fairly good hitter, 3.7K. Hosmer's 41. Trent Grisham's 44. So, you know, we can get some 5, 6, 7. And then if we throw in Victor Caratini at catcher, we can get some 5, 6, 7, 8 action on this team uh, at a very affordable price. You know, I I like the the Padres as a whole. I think they've still got enough uh, cheap guys at the bottom with Myers and Caratini and Hosmer being 41 for us to put together a quality lineup here.
0: All right, we – oh, it is a 14-game slate. I forgot the Cleveland-Tampa game got postponed. So we finish it out here with New York Yankees and Seattle Mariners. tie on against Sheffield, nine total. Yankees, a 155 favorite. Um, any interest here in Jamison Tyon?
1: I feel like I should have interest, Stevie. Tyon's been oh, just all over the place. And uh, I think in this spot, I'm willing to roll the dice. Um, but I don't feel good about it.
0: At the end of the day, I'm, I'm going to say this when it comes to Jamison Tyon. If he's going to be popular, I'm out. If he's not going to be popular, I'll play him. Because it's Seattle. It's a good matchup. He has strikeout upside. But if he's going to be chalk, he's been too shaky recently to play him as chalk on a 14-game on slate.
1: Yeah, I mean, and I and I may just cross him out. Like Dane Dunny may be, you know, the, the cutoff line this today. I, I think I'm I think I'm out on Tyon. I like the matchup, but I mean Dane Dunny's gonna have a similar matchup. I'd rather play Dunny.
0: Uh any interest here in Sheffield?
1: <laughs> Negative.
0: Yeah, I'll pass. Um I like the right-handed power bats against Sheffield.
1: Absolutely.
0: If we look at, like, overall stack price, it's not as high as some of these other stacks. Like, they're still expensive, don't get me wrong. But you got Stan at 48, you got Void at 42, um, LeMayu, Sanchez, Judge, all over 5K, but, I mean, I think this Yankee stack is going to be super doable here.
1: Yeah, I'm with you 100%. Love this stack. Uh, I'm in on it. Even our boy Miguel and the heart at the bottom at 2,700. He had a little power surge there. Uh, you know, not too long ago, Gio or Shella. Like, I I like the Yankees. I mean, look at five – well, a possible. If Luke Voigt plays and Glaber Torres and Gio and Miguel. Like, you've got some quality bats that are going to be further down to the bottom of the order here. I, I I love the Yankees today, Stevie. I mean, this could be a big-time bottom-of-the-order stack for us.
0: Um, On the Seattle side – Man, Mitch Haniger's price and Kyle Seager's price is so yep. tempting. Yep. Um, I don't think I end up there, Will, but it, it is tempting.
1: I mean, and, and I'm going to be honest with you, Stevie, I like it. Going Haniger and Seager, if I do that, I think I'm going to go J.P. Crawford and see if I can get, you know, some runs, some extra runs out of this thing, and some extra upside. <sighs> you know, as weird as this is, Stevie, I, I think this is another cheap stack that we can look at because Tyon has been all over the place. I, I like Crawford, Haniger, Seeker. I like that three-man.
0: All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we're going to get out of here. Um, plenty of options for the morning grind game today. It's a ton yes. of fun, big slate, a lot of fun. Uh, under 8K to get six or more strikeouts, who's the cheap pitcher that you're looking at under 8K today?
1: Um, I think for me it's probably Dane Dunning going against Detroit. Uh, really like that spot for him
0: i kind of figured we were both gonna want him um i'm gonna go i'm gonna go tie on because even if he gives up some runs i think he has the next best option like chance to get there uh over 8k to score under 15 who's your bust today
1: I think I'm going Chris Bassett. I just feel like he won't get enough Ks to get there.
0: Feels weird because we were just talking about how much we like him recently. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm with you. That's who I was going to pick. I'm going to go Adam Wainwright just because I feel like it's a cop out because he's (laughs) 8,100. I mean, I think a lot of these guys over 8K today are really strong plays. So, yeah, Um, over 4K to hit a home run. Who do you got?
1: Um, this guy looks really good. I know we just talked about him. Uh, Ironically, one of the most expensive guys on the slate is Trey Turner against Weathers. I don't want to pay 6,400 Stevie, but he, he looks really good today.
0: Yeah. I mean, so many potential home runs on this slate. I have to go with my boy. That's just been smashing home runs all season. He's at 27 on the year. Vlad Guerrero Jr. Um, if I'm going to pay up for a bat today, he's got to be at the top of the list. Uh, home run derby's coming. Under 4K to get two home or two hits, who do you like?
1: Uh, we're going way back up, Stevie. One of our good friends from Baltimore. Uh, and and I, I used this guy another time. Um, but I'm going Ryan Mountcastle. I like him a lot at 3,900.
0: So funny. I'm going Austin Hayes. That's who I had written down when you said Baltimore. I was like, is he really going to take another one of my picks today? Um, but yeah, give me a stack to score six or more runs today.
1: I'm going to Texas, man. Th- th- this this feels like the spot against Urania. Uh, tons of lefties. My goodness. I- I'm super excited.
0: I like it. Um, I like it. I'm going to... I'm going to go – man, I'm going to go Yankees. Late-night hammer Yankees. Um. Any final thoughts before we get out of here, Will?
1: Uh, Don't forget about our Phillies lefties. The only reason I didn't bring them up is because uh, I'm assuming they're going to go on a lot of ownership because of the weather, but I I still love them today.
0: (laughs) All right. That's going to wrap it up here for – Tuesday. We'll be back Wednesday talking some more baseball. Everyone has an awesome day. Good luck and we'll see you then.